Hello and welcome to episode six of the Beauty Me podcast. I'm really excited to share this guest with you. Her name is Jiara Njai and I've been following her on Instagram maybe three years now and I apologize if I pronounced her name incorrectly. I'm sure you'll agree. There's just so many nuggets in here. Jiara really knows her way around skincare. She's worked at L'Oreal, she moved to Glossier and now she's about to embark on launching her own beauty brand. So stay tuned. Welcome to the show, Jara. You've been a major skin influencer for me for a long time. And I don't know you, but I kind of feel like I'm invested in your career and watching how you grow and what's next. So, Oh, man, <laughs> that's so amazing. <laughs> Especially because you're literally across the pond. And then that's the beauty of the Internet. Like, yes. you just find your little pockets of the world on your website or yeah. on your phone. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, for me, this is just a prequel because I do intend on meeting you this year. Oh, yes. When you come to New York, please yes. let me know. Yes. I'll show you all over Brooklyn. Yes, please. All right. So let's just go with this. And with you, it's quite hard because obviously, like I say, I have been following your inspirations and career moves, you know, mostly via Instagram. And you're quite good at like sharing what's happening next, especially with what you've been sharing the past week or so about your new venture. So when it came to questions, I need to take things back so that mm. we can lead up to what's going on now. So I really wanted to talk to you about, can you give me your earliest memories when it comes to beauty specifically? Oh, wow. What a great question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My earliest memories to beauty. So my mom, uh, she owns a shop in Harlem. Yes. It's an African braiding shop. So, mm -hmm. you know, that in my mind, there was just a job. And I thought, I don't know, when you're growing up, you think everyone has the same job. <laughs> it didn't really dawn on me that this was a pretty special place. Um, number one, for it being, you know, kind of the livelihood of my family mm -hmm. and being able to, uh, you know, when you're first generation, particularly, or newly immigrated um, to the United States, you're kind of in charge of people back home and their livelihood. Yes. So this was a very important space for us. Mm. Um, but also my first touch point to beauty uh, my mom you know made you know if you think I, I laugh now because every time there is a, a huge pop uh, african-american celebrity yeah um, all these people or these women would come into the shop with like cutouts from their magazine like <laughs> I want these Moesha braids I want you know Monica's pixie here I want mm -hmm. you know Beyonce's braids so that was my my first you know um, foray into beauty but uh, into hair you know very yeah. complicated everyone's hair journey is different this is my first time seeing a variety of people coming in with different hair textures mm -hmm. um, and everyone's interaction with beauty was just simply different mm -hmm. um, so that was my first foray I never really started braiding I guess because I spent so much time in the shop I'm like yeah. I need to get out of here um, <laughs> um, there were no babysitters you know very very rarely I would just you know be in the shop with my mom mm -hmm. um, and then as I continued to mature, I really tried to, I guess, get a grasp on, like, why my skin was so dark, you know? Mm -hmm. I was one of the few Senegalese um, students in my, my school and my classmates. Yeah. Um, so just growing up trying to understand, like, wait a minute, if I don't... <laughs> This is funny, but if I don't wear lotion at, in the morning, I'm going to be really ashy by the <laughs> afternoon. I'm going to, all these people are going to make fun of me. So mm -hmm. like, how can I make sure my skin is not ashy throughout the day? Mm -hmm. um, really asking my mom these questions and then asking, you know, her employees these questions, uh, 
eavesdropping a lot when people were just, you know, sharing tips and tricks at the shop. Um, and then again, as I matured, really trying to find my, my, uh, my footing and like yeah. what I look like, how I want to represent myself in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, my sister actually grew up in Senegal. Okay. And she actually came over when she was about 14 years old. Um, so here I am, like 10 years old. My, my older sister came over, and she naturally just loved beauty as well. Like okay. she was just so excited to be in America to get to try different things, um, you know, kind of leading into high school, uh, always going to Sephora. I never knew what oh. Sephora meant or what it meant. Like, you know, she would come with these little vials and samples, like, smell this, try this. Um, and then I just became fascinated. I'm like, oh, when you go to school, can you please come back with a sample for me? Like, <laughs> um, it was so cute. And then like, you know, starting into makeup, getting a wing liner down pack. Oh, um, God, yeah. And then it was kind of, uh, I know, then it was kind of like game over from there. But that was like my earliest memories um, into beauty and then later into like self identity, trying to show up as my best self in the world. So where was, just to, so the listeners know exactly where, where was the, the hair salon? Oh my God. So it's actually oh, in Was it still in the same place? Still at the same place. 30 Aww. years later, the shop is still there. And some clients have literally watched me grown from like diapers oh, wow. um, to college. It's like crazy. And mm-hmm. I remember them and just small things. So the, the shop is still there. Uh, thank God, still booming. A lot of people are coming in again with their with their same cutouts. But now on Instagram, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, showing, you know, you know, not the sprays that they want or mm-hmm. like the newest, uh, I don't know, like Solange braids. It's always interesting uh how you know pop culture is kind of reflected in braids and hair yeah for sure (laughs) it's very cyclical it's like i think it must be so cool for you to have seen all those changes over time but at the Uh, same time you must see the same trends come around as well it's so funny because i remember um at one point, everyone was doing like the invisible braids, super, right. super small. The tiny ones. Then it went away. The tiny ones that took forever. Now everyone's doing the super, super long braids with yeah. the box braids. Um, the, 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 the movement from like, you know, relaxed, perm, texturized mm-hmm. hair to natural hair, that's completely different. Mm. Um, the bobs that used to be cut off at the ends and burnt at the ends, that's coming oh, back. Yeah, so, you yeah, know, yeah. you see one trendy girl with, with, with a, a hairstyle. I'm like, I remember that from like 97. <laughs> oh yeah. The night is the so, yes, yeah, it's, it's so funny, but things definitely always come back. So tell me like, because obviously today we're, we see more of people who look like us, you know, whether you're black, mixed, etc. We have things like social media and, you know, television has changed quite to quite an extent to seeing yourself. But when you said you were sort of finding your own way back then, you know, you're in New York, um, your family's from Senegal, like where did you go to to sort of find those the examples or inspiration for like what might look like your beauty or what you might be interested in? Yeah. Wow. That's a great question. Um, I honestly, I, my only source was really those magazines, Mm -hmm. uh, essence magazine. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, at the time I was reading 17 and Teen Mm -hmm. Vogue and all these other things where I still didn't see myself, you know, I still didn't see myself, but that was my only, 
you know, I guess, reflection of someone a little mm. bit melanated. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I didn't watch a lot of TV, I guess, at the time. Oh, okay. My parents were pretty, pretty strict. <laughs> right, okay. Um, and then I didn't have any access to, I didn't, of course, I didn't have access to the internet, um, let mm -hmm. alone any representation in that space. So yeah. it was difficult. I'm not going to lie. It was very difficult because... Um, there's one thing to not see representation, mm. but it's also one thing not to see even your culture at all. Like, mm. It was just so different when I closed the door. Like I, ca I came home to a different world. I mm. literally spoke a different language. Mm. My mom uh, dressed differently. She smelled differently. There was mm -hmm. incense. There were spices. Mm -hmm. And like I kind of, for a very long time, tried to close the door on my way out as well. Like try yeah. to forget that you know that was a, a cornerstone of who I am mm -hmm. um, and then walking into into school trying to gain my footing and trying to explain why my skin my my, my clothes smell like incense and all these <laughs> other things um, that that's now celebrated thank God um, yes. and I think is heavily attributed to the internet um, being able to connect with someone literally at this moment in mm -hmm. Senegal who is you know mm -hmm. you know having the opposite experience yeah. or things like that so it was tough growing up honestly I didn't have um, that comfortable sense of community or representation mm. probably up until college. Um, it, it wasn't mm. until I went to college and then saw, you know, people from West Africa in general, mm. the Ghana, mm -hmm. the, the Nigeria, and like people from Mozambique, all these different places mm. that had similar experiences. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not alone. <laughs> this is so weird. Um, and I think that's why, not to fast forward in any way, but yeah. that's why I really use my Instagram to showcase all of those yes. times and, yeah. and moments where I felt so alone and I didn't see mm. uh, melanin as beauty, period. Mm. Not beautiful mm. for a black girl, but just beautiful mm. um, in your differences, uh, in your rich skin. So that was super mm. important for me um, to use whatever resources I have to make sure that, you know, women like myself or young girls like myself uh, see that. That. yeah 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 so when we talk about beauty obviously there's so many things that we do on the outside but do you think that actually feeling beautiful is something important for anyone let alone male female etc but do you think it's something that everyone feeling beautiful is some is something that's important to us and how we sort of go about our days basically yeah wow um, I think it's so important and I'm sad actually that people make it to seem like some frivolous, mm. um, thing. Yeah. Um, so taking it a step back in my culture, particularly, especially in Senegal, no matter how well to do or not well to do, it's always necessary to look presentable, yeah. um, as a sign of respect for you, yeah. for yourself. Yeah. Um, a sign of respect for your family and then of course a sign of respect to the people that you're meeting or whoever you're interacting with outside of the house mm -hmm. um, so with that said I think beautiful and beauty is really a mindset you yeah. have to be connected to your mind and, and when I think of beauty I just think of straight like you are worthy you mm -hmm. are uh, you attract something or some like whether it be an energy or person mm -hmm. you attract something to you um, that you kind of have to manifest through beauty. So uh, whether it's grooming, uh, a beard oil, you know, washing your hair, not washing your hair, but styling it, mm -hmm. all those things I think are really important about 
it's the language. Like this is this is how we communicate with each other. This is how we say. This is how I feel today. Um, I hate that people try to make it like, oh, you're being vain or da, 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 da. I don't I don't believe in that. There are I more think. important things in the world, oh which obviously of we know. <laughs> yes. Yes, but it, but it starts with yourself, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You cannot be the best to anyone or anything unless you are um, uh, comfortable with yourself, mm. you know. And and it's 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 and the other side of that, when you don't feel attractive, when you do feel ugly, you try to overcompromise on other things. Yeah. So when I listen to like sometimes I listen to like London grime music and like oh, all yeah. these things and like. <laughs> Some of the rappers are like, yeah, I'm ugly, but I have money. Yeah, this and that. I'm like, it's funny. Yeah, It's yeah, funny yeah. when you hear it, but honestly, it's kind of sad. Like, okay, yeah. now, because I'm ugly or I feel ugly, I have to go out there and I have to get money by any means yeah. necessary to yeah. feel attractive. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point, right? You want mm-hmm. to feel attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we don't do that work internally, I don't care who you are, where you live, it's not going to be a good look. No. <laughs> so true. Yeah. So... What's the what's the thing that you like to do for yourself? Like, say if, you know, because you're a woman that's on a mission right now to build a <laughs> brand, but what yeah. do you do for yourself? Have you got any kind of ritual either for your face, your hair or your body that yeah. when you need it, you're like, right, when I get home, that's what I'm going to do? Yeah. So I used to be really good with this. I want to be so transparent. I used to be really good where like masking was my ritual as cliche as it sounds, but like just literally not using my fingers to type, search, look up, text, anything like, you know, just sitting there and like just easing down, relaxing and being nice to myself, Mm -hmm. you know, with Mm -hmm. treatment and just, you know, time. Mm. Um, honestly, the past couple weeks and months particularly mm. have been quite difficult in yeah. in trying to, to build the, the building blocks of a brand and mm-hmm. um, I challenge myself to introduce it to the world prematurely to show the process <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, I want yeah, people yeah. to see yeah. the grit that goes into it the sacrifice that goes into it and also me trying to find the ritual of self care mm. within that mm. um, I'm still trying to make it to the gym I live so far from the gym like I have to take like a bus and a train to the gym. Oh wow! Um, that's dedication. Yeah, it's pretty, I look. I, <laughs> so that, that's why I actually don't go as often as I should because it's like, oh my god, I can't get on the L train today. It's too much. Uh. Um, but spending time with my family is really always cleansing for mm-hmm. me. Um, that time and. Uh, I spend a lot of time also <laughs> mm. on YouTube, whether it be just watching beauty influencers okay. or watching, yeah, watching a few like shows from back home in Senegal that, you know, oh. are speaking my native tongue that I'm able to connect with. And yeah. I feel good when I do that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Still working on it, the rituals. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. And it's like now you've obviously you've put yourself out there. So yes. there's thousands <laughs> of people like, OK, OK, she's doing it. Oh god, so and... nerve-wracking. Yeah. But we're all here for you. You just take, you know, take uh, your time. Yes, thankful. I'm always thankful and grateful to hear that. You know, I think putting it out there in the world makes it real and makes mm. it like a part of my life and not really a shadow dream. Um, yes. Yeah, and I... it holds you yeah, it holds you accountable and brings the right energy to um manifest back into what I'm working on. Gosh, you actually just kind of gave me goosebumps just then a little bit because um, I launched something today um, publicly that um, 
I'm doing, I'm having, I don't know if you've seen, I'm having a photographic exhibition in December. <gasps> it's all portraits. What? Oh my God, that's brilliant. Yeah, but now it's out there and I have to do all the <laughs> portraits and they have to be good. You know? Oh, you will. You will. I think, good. again, like you're so talented and to be able to, you'll be, I'm telling you, you'd be surprised how many people are just waiting for you to show up. Yeah. You know, half of it is just showing up and being, um, trusting yourself enough to mm. be able to say, I'm worthy, I'm talented, yeah. people believe in me, here you go. Yeah. And then along the way, even if things mess up, you'll there'll be lessons that you would never have learned had you not put it out there. Oh, gosh, yeah, if you just played it <laughs> safe and not done it and, yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, That's excited. Oh, thank you. Well, that yeah. that has to bring me because you know I am I've been you know I've been a journalist for about thirteen years, so there is a nosy yes. side of me, and I'm like, <laughs> why did you leave Glossier? Was it just oh, this, what is going on? Yeah, like because I was like, oh my god, she's gone to Glossier. She's gonna really you know shake things up, and then yes, it, yes. You know okay. what it's like when you're on social. Things kind of seem like they've come out of the blue. So I was like, oh my god, mm -hmm. she's not there. So I know. Was it just time for you to? Yeah, I think I think Glossier was uh, an amazing experience, and mm. it was the most challenging experience of my career. Because okay. um, to the listeners who don't know or you know curious, mm. I was doing social media marketing my entire mm. career. Mm -hmm. um, so it spanned from um, magazine to uh, fashion and beauty, but mm -hmm. I've always done social media marketing. Yeah. Um, so I always loved Glossier as well. Mm. Um, so when Emily Weiss calls you, of course you have to answer yeah <laughs> so she she reached out to me um you know with a crazy idea to come mm -hmm. do pd at mm -hmm. glossier mm -hmm. and you know glossier is one of the spaces where community is just such a, an important uh fabric of of the company and yeah. cornerstone of the company yeah and my having experience creating content, engaging with the community almost solely, um, mm. to flip that model on its head and really take that point of view at the very beginning of PD mm. um, was something that was interesting, which which made sense in theory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, going, had Glossier been, I guess, a little bit further along in their development in yeah. terms of, because Glossier, people forget, it's still a baby brand. It's mm. a mighty Compared baby. to the rest, it's, yeah, it's, like... Yeah, it's four years old. Uh, oh, that brand wow. is four years old and has done so much in four years. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like I was only there for, I, I know I was only there for like a year and a couple months, but I felt mm. like I was there for five years. Um, <laughs> mostly because I was literally running on a treadmill trying to catch up with oh, wow. not only the PD process, a completely different um career path for me yeah. i'm like talking to vendors talking to chemists trying to figure out ph oh. balances trying to understand packaging trying to understand compliance and testing mm -hmm. all of these things mm. at the same time really kind of brainstorming um you know real yeah. cool and innovative things yeah that down yeah the that's a lot so um i mean i was like <laughs> uh I, i'm i'm very adventurous everyone will tell you i'm, I'm definitely down for the challenge but yeah. When the challenge is just not, you know, suitable mm. for everyone, mm. I think that the, the best service you can do is kind of step back and really yeah. just applaud from the sideline and really, you know, I'm still very close to everyone mm. at Glossier mm. and really just 
I have learned so much in that year. I'm mm. so grateful for that. And, and what Emily's building is, is so um, phenomenal and just, just uh, disruptive. Yeah. Um, but it just wasn't a fit. And, and that's a part mm. of the journey as well. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing when to step away. Like, okay, yes. you know, I, try, I tried product development. Uh, I tried to be a chemist or whatever. <laughs> uh, even product marketing, I touched a bit. And yeah. really understanding the process. But if it's something that is a bit far from removed from you, especially mm. the pace that the company is going, yeah. um, you have to know your strengths. So yeah, that was yeah. kind of my thing. Um, I'm happy I tried it. I'm happy mm. Emily reached out, but mm. it was just time for me to say, okay, what do I really want to do? Mm. You know, like, again, I think, uh, especially in New York or wherever you are, if there are lucrative companies there that you've dreamed of working at, mm. like if you think of L'Oreal, I, I, when yeah. I was young, like, that was my goal. I yeah. want to work at L'Oreal. I want to work at Glossier. Mm-hmm. And then when you get there and you realize that maybe that, you know, your dreams might be a bit bigger than you actually thought, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it might've been, uh, more to this world and this space that you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should act on it. I think you should get your fabrics and your, and your, your, um, your building blocks. But mm-hmm. if there is something that's calling you, um, I call it a divine calling, then yeah. I think you should do it. And I, I, I followed that uh, voice. I don't know if that's naive or crazy, but we'll see a year from now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will listen to this podcast. I'm like, that girl was crazy. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, okay, she said or a year. Crazy successful. I don't know. <laughs> it's the 19th of August, 2019. So yeah, claim it. Put yep. it in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell me anything about the range? What's going to be happening? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to filter myself because I'm an oversharer. Yeah, but... I can. That's I'm trying to tease it out of you. <laughs> I know. I see journalists, and you're so natural at it. I love it. Okay, so the most I can say um, is there is a need for new range um, and variety for women of color, mm-hmm. and and when I say women of color. It's specifically people with melanin, yeah. um, or women rather with melanin. So yeah. that doesn't mean just from Africa. That doesn't mean just from Dominican Republic mm-hmm. or South Asian or whatever have you. Women with melanin tend to have still a very hard time shopping. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, the past three to two years, the, the industry has slowly been catching up yeah. um, on all fronts in terms of the breadth of shade ranges. Mm-hmm. Um, the storytelling, the marketing, but I feel I still feel like there's a gap in terms of quality products and clean products where women can feel safe to use on their skin, yeah. uh, use on their little sisters, on their yeah. daughters, or whatever have you. So yeah. I'm really trying to trying hard to fill that gap of creating, um, you know, like a beauty minimalist approach to, for women of color. Um, okay. That's also safe, um, non toxic. Um, and again, going back to really almost my story, which I'm sure a lot of women can relate to, but mm-hmm. seeing you finally, yeah. like being yeah. embracing you for who you are. Of course, there are your makeup, makeup days where you want to get glammed up and get the mm-hmm. beat. But mm-hmm. those days where you just want to feel most uh, like you and most yeah. beautiful, yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of work to do that, do there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, sh- I- I'll share that concept. And then mm-hmm. closer, you'll have to follow on the Instagram to see the journey. I'm, fo- I'm literally on the page right now. Like, has she given any extra information today? No. No, no, no. <laughs> But just, um, so, mm-hmm. so is it, so it's Ami Kole? Mm, so it's Ami. Ami. Ami, as in almost a friend. Ami oh. Kole. Okay. 
Amikole, which actually is my mom's uh, my mom's nickname. Oh. <laughs> yes, Amikole. Um, and again, to your first question, like my first touch point in beauty mm. was that shop, and mm. I will never forget. That was my first into the gloss, hearing people share their their journeys and experience with mm. beauty, mm. and and more importantly that shop especially on 125th street which is like the mm -hmm. mecca of harlem yeah um kind of being that that um that safe space slash uh almost like exchange place where you have yeah. african braiders straight from senegal coming mm -hmm. here almost most of them barely speaking english mm -hmm. and then women you know mostly black women coming there and exchanging something mm. like it wasn't tangible there were stories there yeah. were you know my 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 baby has a rash what kind of shea butter should i be mm. using and all these mm. things that people were excited to share so that really inspired me of course so i went went ahead and, and named it after my mom though mm. she's not really um I'm happy about that <laughs> why not oh my god my mom is just like i'm telling you she's she's the most simple business woman you've ever met right. like if it was up to my mom she'd have the same hairstyle the same clothes like very yeah. simple very humble woman yeah. and like her goal in life is to make everything simpler so yeah she's yeah, like listen yeah. i've been working my ass off for that more than 30 years for you to go and to corporate and be comfortable and climb the yeah. ladder and all these things and here you go wanting to start a business like, did you not learn from me i'm like that's the point mom i learned from you <laughs> mom and dad like they're they were like the definition of hustler is like i've never seen it before you know um coming here literally with nothing mm. and trying to you know mm. build family and take care of family back home the strength is I don't know. I I'm, I can't get rid of it. So I'm yeah. just upset that I'm starting my own brand. <laughs> no, she will be. I know she's proud of you anyway. Uh, I think so. Secretly. Yeah. Let's again. Let's see from a year from now. Yep. <laughs> what she says. I'm going to make a note of it. I'm going to put it in my yes. diary. <laughs> oh, my God. Please do. <laughs> and I really want to visit the salon. I really, really want to come oh, yes, in and see should. if I can take some pictures. Because I imagine there's just oh. so many amazing women there, to be honest. It would be oh, great to... Crazy, yeah. <laughs> so let's take it a little bit more into the future now. Um, what I wanted to do, I've got some little quick fire questions for you that are kind of fun. All right, but okay. first of all, I wanted to discuss with you the SPF thing because I think we've spoken <laughs> about it in the past, and you were like, oh, Look, there aren't the studies out there. So uh -huh. I went to an event even last week. Um, and, you know, the general consensus was that, yeah, um, every shade of black woman should be wearing SPF because SPF. skin cancer is a real thing. It's not SPF isn't uh. just for not getting a tan or et cetera. It's the fact that skin cancer is a thing. And obviously it doesn't affect black women as much, but it actually does. There, oh. there are studies that show that um, actually women of color specifically are detecting these moles in signs of, of skin oh. cancer late. Um, so melanoma is actually, is, it does really affect women of color and there's not a lot of discussion around that as well. Right. Um, it becomes more fatal uh, for women of color because they're detecting it a bit later. It's later. Um, okay. Yeah. Because that's so good that you've mentioned that because you know I'm all for it and any any backup that I can get on this argument I appreciate it because you know yeah. I've, I've been at events where I've heard people say as in I've heard a black woman facialist who has a, a brand that's all I'll say telling okay. the audience yeah. of ladies uh -huh. we don't uh -huh. need it 
We don't need it. No way. And you're, you can't say that because... Cannot. It's so dangerous. It's, it's so dangerous. dangerous. And I think even a little discussion that me and you had had on DMs, because you said when you go home, yes. you don't... Did you say you don't wear it or your family doesn't wear it? No, I always wear SPF. You always wear <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Wearing, You're the SPF yeah, queen. Yeah, SPF. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm the annoying friend on the beach vacation, <laughs> literally slathering and attacking my friends <laughs> That's me. SPF. That's, That's me. That's me. My That's friends me. would definitely tell you that. Right. So this conversation, I remember very vividly, there was a study that came out that said, basically, like, do black women need SPF? Mm -hmm. And then there has been recent studies with the lack of vitamin D deficiency that does come from the sun, yeah. and exposure to the sun, yeah. that people were basically sad like well not sad about but um mm -hmm. weary about yeah because it affects your health of course it's yes. affecting depression and other mm -hmm. things um that people you know are lacking mm -hmm. or suffering from mm -hmm. um there's that conversation and then yeah. when i personally went back home i just never even heard of spf in africa yeah. Yeah. technically speaking i don't even know where to go to buy SPF. i've never mm. been to a shop mm -hmm. a beauty shop where you could buy spf yeah and then i was curious thinking you know me curious george i knew all the answers <laughs> I'm like, wait, what's going on here? You know, when I go in the village and I'm talking, it's like 110 degrees. Yeah. It's like pure sun. Like yeah. you, you can only hide from the sun through like a big shaded tree. Yeah, yeah, And like yeah. my, here is my great grandma who's 97 years old mm -hmm. and, you know, wrinkled, of course. But yeah, she but... doesn't have skin cancer. She yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and, and like I'm curious. That's why I started scratching my head. Like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. um, I'm very wary of studies as well because a lot of those studies um, do not include women of color. Yeah. Yeah. and do not represent our story and our skin specific needs mm -hmm. um so i was curious then i never want to say that we don't need spf but i was just like no. okay is anyone going to answer this question are we going to do more studies do we need to support mm. these studies like what can we do yeah. um but the conversation around not wearing spf i think is super dangerous to your point yeah. number one everyone's skin is different is different exactly. um even melanin, the richer your melanin, mm -hmm. of course, the, the more um, natural, quote-unquote, SPF you have in your yeah. skin. Yeah, yeah. I think melanated skin, I've seen studies that it comes naturally between SPF 3 and 15. Okay. But even then, you wouldn't even buy a, a product that's, no. that has SPF no. 15, right? No. no. Um, so it's a matter of understanding, you know, the layers of SPF mm. and then how it continues to evolve mm -hmm. um, between chemical and, and physical um, SPF and all those different things that are now hitting the market yeah. i just really want to be careful especially when it comes to us i care about us mm -hmm. that we are being safe yeah for anything else yeah um so yeah it's it's it's, it's ever evolving and but i say for now until we figure it out spf is the way to go yeah uh still get out there and get your son you mm -hmm. do need vitamin d yeah um it helps with everything even to down to joy but really protecting your skin yeah. to prevent melanoma I just think there's got to be a lot more studies done. And also, I think, because that's what got me thinking after we spoke. I was like, maybe it's it's where you grew up, but also where you are now. Because I think, mm -hmm. you know, your skin's going to change wherever you are in the world. And if you end up moving from one continent to another, maybe your skin goes through you. changes. Maybe you become more susceptible. Maybe there's more pollution in that new country that you've moved to or city. So I think there has to yeah. be more work done. Um, so much more work done and it's yeah. better to be safe than sorry right now i think that's what it is too like when and we, when we also think about it like 
my great grandma, she grew up in a different era. You know, maybe mm. pollution wasn't as as um no. as prominent. Like the earth is literally changing. Yeah. Um, sun exposure is is you know getting you know more harsh. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think there's, we have to protect our skin. I mean, I'm seeing, I think now more than ever, not that anyone's been out in the sun longer, but mm -hmm. I've seen more women of color, like actually get sunburns. Um, and this might yeah. just be my group of friends, but yeah. I didn't realize that we, we were on the lawn in college all day, <laughs> barely <laughs> wearing SPF. And here we mm -hmm. are, um, you know, some 10 years later, and then people like are on a boat for two minutes in Puerto Rico and like coming back with yeah. literally splotches. Of, of dead skin and like irritation yes. there must be something changing yeah but where are the scientific studies to help us mm. produce quality products um increase education and knowledge around mm. it and just keep us safe mm -hmm. well i think it will change maybe you can add that to your product range at some point <laughs> as well right oh. <laughs> scf is a big feat <laughs> oh i can imagine and i know that you're a fan mm -hmm. of the physical ones aren't you the yeah, I do like the physical ones. I do like the physical They're ones. They're just so um, long to rub in. But I, I've got I've got a few physical ones. That you like? Just, yeah. Yeah, there's an, an is it Anthelios, one of the La Roche? Is it one of yep. the La Roche-Posay ones? La Roche-Posay, yep. Um, that one's good. Because you see it in your hand and you're like, oh my gosh. But I just feel <laughs> better that it's yeah. there and it's like literally a physical block rather than... There's some that I love, you know, that Chemical, there's this... yeah. Like a water, there's a, what is it a water? There's one called Water Essence. I bought it from Japan, and it shipped oh, over from Japan, wow. and it feels it amazing. But um, it's like a watery gel. Oh wow, that's great! And I'm just like, is it really giving me factor fifty? It's actually fifty as well. Yeah. Fifty. See, well, Japan also is very, you know, advanced. Oh with gosh, their, yeah. We're telling you, they're very serious about that. Yeah. Um, and again, like SP, like pollution there, it, it oh, is, gosh, is, yeah, is at yeah. an all-time high as well. So yeah. they probably are tackling things. Um, I saw in recent trend studies that pollution, anti-pollution, anti-blue light, like a lot of that is already on the market mm. over there, and it's kind of coming to us a bit later. Yeah. Um, yeah through trends and K-beauty exports. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. I think I really like Paula's Choice. I've been trying that um, recently, the okay. Youth Fluid um, SPF. That okay. one was very nice and easy to get into your skin. Okay. And then um, I still stand by the Sosedo. <laughs> the, oh, the, yes. the name of the actual, because um, there's different sh numbers and different yeah. shades, I think. Um, even the La Roche-Posay, they have actually different um, varieties of, uh, mm -hmm. of SPF. Yeah, they've got the loads. One, those they are different so types. So, yeah, if you pick up the wrong one, you might, you know, I think there's yeah. a sport one that's no matter what you do, it just does not, yeah. it doesn't it rub doesn't, in. It doesn't go away, yeah. Even on my, even on fair skin, it's just kind of like the look, yeah. you know, when you go yeah. to the beach and you see somebody with like a white nose <laughs> or like ten, playing tennis yeah, with, yeah, you know, yeah. a white cast on. Um, yeah. Yeah, but all important work. Yes. Right. <laughs> so now we're going to get to like, sort of like these more fun quick fire questions so yeah first of all <laughs> facials okay. when it comes to mm. facials are you all about leaving it to the pros or you'd rather do it yourself at home oof uh i'll do myself at home okay i do myself at home yeah i've i've never had i've had one facial experience one oh, it was wow. actually a dermatological sorry the one facial experience that i like 
Oh, right. I was going to say, I can't believe you've only had one facial. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Of course, me. I'm like, what's going on over there? Um, <laughs> so I've had one um, very thorough facial where my skin wasn't heavily irritated or I can actually mm. go to an event or something afterwards, which I don't yeah. recommend because your pores are really open. But yeah. um, that was Dermalogica. It okay. was like a, a student center that they had. And stu- it was basically a student performing this beautiful facial on me mm. and very gentle and really mm. walked me through everything. But um, I don't know. I think facials, I, mm. like, I've been to, to uh, what's it called, Rescue Spa. Yeah. And like, I just can't really explain, um, explain like spending 300 $400 oh on a facial. Yeah. They're very expensive in New York. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then they try to upsell you with the products and you feel bad when you don't buy mm. it. And then, mm. you know, and then you walk away and you're like, okay, my skin looks great for like three days, yeah. but I think I can do this at home. So I bought yeah. my little Dr. Dennis Groff steamer oh. and occasionally I'll whip it out and I'll do my own facial at home. <laughs> okay. I love his yeah. products. I didn't know he had a steamer. Yes, he has a steamer that we actually sold in Sephora for a very long time, Ooh. but I haven't seen it recently. They might be on QVC. Okay, it's I'm like gonna check it bucks. out. Yeah, oh. it's good. <laughs> yeah, I really was. I don't understand. And sorry, New York prices for spas and facials—it's oh. it, ridiculous. It's robbery. It's it's crazy. <laughs> it's like three hundred dollars for sixty minutes. That's sixty. You can't minutes. even enjoy it. <laughs> Yes, you're, or you're there like I'm gonna enjoy every I moment. Need, like I need an extra need glass of water. I need, I need a glass. The like, free cookie, uh, I'll take that. I need like everything. ten of them. Look yeah. staying there afterwards. Oh in the gosh! Room. Right. So, <laughs> mascara or eyebrows? Ooh, wow! Oh my god! Why am I having anxiety even thinking about it? Um. <laughs> Okay, let's say eyebrow. Let's say eyebrow. And and, okay. and I love mascara because I really like, love like a volumized look. It really mm. does pull the look together. But mm-hmm. without the brows, like there's no frame. Okay. Um, whenever so- I think of that, I think of Beyonce. There's one selfie of her yeah. with like no makeup on. Her eyebrows are immaculate. Right. She has no mascara. Her face is really bare. So like okay. I always think of that when I think of brows with okay. mascara. Yeah. <laughs> So what would you use then? What's your favorite brow product? You know, I'm not that advanced with brows, mm-hmm. but I just use my my Benefit, um, the Precise Pencil, I believe. Okay. There's yep. a very precise pencil. Yeah. And then a little spoolie on the other side. Yeah. Or my L'Oreal Brow Stylist, L'Oreal Paris Brow Stylist um, okay. that I like literally stocked up on when I was working there. Hopefully they don't go bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lipstick or lip gloss? Ooh, I say lip gloss with a little bit of tint, like a healthy tint yes. to it. Okay. Um, my lips are very, uh, I guess, liney. They have a lot of lines and wrinkles Okay, in them. so you like how gloss yeah. kind of plumps them out. Yeah, yeah, they plump them out a bit, plump out those fine lines. Mm-hmm. Lipsticks, I love the color of it, but I think... Um, I can never find a low maintenance lipstick. Like I always have to like wax my mustache or yeah. like wear a liner. <laughs> all the all the things. Yeah. And, like I just want to look good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. What about perfume or body lotion? Oh come on, you're killing me. You have to choose, and I know you like perfume. You are killing me. <laughs> wow. You're gonna do your research. <laughs> <laughs> 
<sighs> okay, okay. Let me think about this. Go back to your college days, your school days. I know you're going to choose. Day, you're I know. choose lotion. Like, you never want to choose lotion. <laughs> Come on. And like, and you know what? So let me let me tell you something though. So I never had luck with lotions. So even okay. the, the Jergens was working for me for a while. Yeah. For some reason, just you know, like the typical like drugstore lotions don't work for me yep. unless I go to Paris. I'm so serious. Okay. And there there's one um, range. It's called SVR Laboratories. Okay. Um, and there is a Pacific lotion. When I say I apply my my lotion maybe 7 a.m. Yep, and yep. my skin looks like it's moisturized and still set, non-greasy, not ashy. Even when I like scrape my skin, no dry flakes, and wow. up until like the next until I shower. Wow. Um, there's a bit of urea in there or okay. urea, I believe, yeah. uh, which is a it's a humectant and it really helps with like extreme dryness yeah um, i know some people tend to be very um sensitive to that so okay. i will say that but that lotion is is godly but usually i, I actually use like butters okay what's your favorite yeah. butter is it just like do you make your um, own or do you just is there a brand that you love uh, one day i would love to make my own but yeah. for now i'm using like the hanahana beauty oh uh, we can't bit, get that yes. here Oh, I know. I think she's actually coming out to London soon, though. So oh. I think that I think Abina will come with her stock. She's such an entrepreneur and hustler. She'll come okay. literally stocked, fully stocked. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been good. It, uh, you know, sometimes it does leave a little bit of. It needs a little bit of drying time. Okay, you know, walking yeah. around, yeah. you know, and taking some time. Um, so I use either that um, or a classic oil fresh out the shower. Fresh okay. out the shower, or yeah. pure jojoba, or pure baobab oil while my skin's wet. Yeah. Um, grease it down, do my makeup, and then get out. Of yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. But I can't be ashy, man. <laughs> I knew it, but can't. you just can't have I'm your not, your perfume you anymore. <laughs> you got me. Oh. So I was gonna say, this is kind of like a desert island situation, although. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't. If if you had to be sent away anywhere, I'm pretty sure you would choose Senegal. But oh. We're just going to put <laughs> yeah. you on some island somewhere where you don't know anyone and you're allowed to take okay. one piece of makeup and one item of skincare. Oh, my God. One piece of makeup. Okay, so if I was stranded, I, can I trade in my piece of makeup for a skincare? I knew you were going to say that. I actually knew, knew you were going to say that. I was like, she's going to try and be clever and, and switch it. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. No makeup, no makeup, this, no eyebrows. This, this, no eyebrows, <laughs> nothing, nothing, just me. Um, that's so crazy. You know what's funny? And it's, it's actually really not funny. It's really like a, a very, a, this happened to me before, you know? What, being stuck on a desert I, I, island? I've been stranded before. I was actually stuck in St. Martin uh, during oh. a hurricane fire. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it was very, it was crazy. Um, but of course there were a bit of nuggets of light there and like, I'm, mm. I'm laughing now because, yeah, because I literally at the time, left my suitcase yeah. and I took my skincare. Oh my God. Oh, that's so bad. But I would so do that. So bad. <laughs> I left my suitcase there. I'm like, I don't care about any of the clothes yeah. in there. Yeah. I need my skincare products. And in that, <laughs> in that was a cleanser and an SPF. Okay. Um, I believe a cleanser and SPF. Um, but now I would use, I would definitely need, I would need two things. Mm-hmm. The Clear Cleanser. Okay. Clear? Yes. I've been seeing it pop up on a the lot gentle, of people's Instagrams actually. Oh my God. The Gentle Matter Cleanser is okay. 
so gentle but still moisturizing so there's a bit there's no stripping going on mm -hmm. um i would let my skin do its own thing in terms of oil but yeah. also hydrate it with their their immersion serum okay that's me on august 19th that's what i'm saying those are my two <laughs> things that i would bring <laughs> that's my two things that i would bring whenever i'm going to spend a night at someone's house those two things are in my bag okay. and hopefully in oil a multi-purpose oil but you yeah. said two so i'll just keep capping at that so do you use oil on your face <laughs> i use jojoba oil on my face i do Right. Um, so jojoba oil is an oil that's, you know, most similar to, you know, natural. Um, how the skin behaves. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's um, just, um, so, there's a lot of people that mm -hmm. are like, so some people are like, um, treat like with like. So if you use oil on your face, you won't be producing excess oil or it's really good mm -hmm. to cleanse. And then others are like, don't be stupid. If you have skin that's oily, don't put oil on your face. No, so do you use oil because you've got drier skin or no i have oily skin and actually oil okay. was honestly I've, i used to have extremely oily skin um especially in college mm. and it was because my skin was super dehydrated naturally and then yeah now so it was producing the oil just to keep you producing yeah. yep just to keep you i quote unquote balanced yeah but um it's actually when i started using the josie moran oil remember that when it first oh came i've heard amazing things about oil. that it's actually a beautiful oil, I mm, must say. I do mm. think it's overpriced. Yes. <laughs> but um, it's a beautiful oil, and that's when I, because I was very much like, I'm oily, everything has to be oil-free, mm, my mm. makeup, my sunscreen, all yes. these things. And, and then it, you end up with that dry, parched face. Parched, tight face, oh, and like textured, and like yes. you're trying to figure out what's going on, you're frustrated, yeah. so you stop using everything all together or yep. you want that squeaky clean feeling yes. i've been through it all um but it's actually when i started using the argon oil that i saw okay. an almost immediate difference within a week that my skin was just nicer to me <laughs> it was oh, just like wow. okay yeah so ever since my experience with argon oil i've been just playing around with other um forms of oil nut oils that yeah um, have the, the the good oleic and, and linoleic yeah. acid balance and all that stuff so so when do you like to, i just really i'm just so curious like when do you use it do you only use it at night and is it after cleansing or <clears throat> yeah so honestly i don't use it every day okay um but it, it really depends i'm being honest with you on what i'm putting on my face afterwards so if i want my skin to look dewy i sometimes would put on an oil or an SPF over that and then kind of let my um use a little bit of uh maybe a pump or two of yeah. foundation to kind of glide it over my yeah, face and yeah, set it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I love that. So I use minimum product that way or from using a sponge, it's just easier to maneuver or on, on my face. Mm. Um or when I just feel like that tightness coming again. Yes. Um I hate that or feeling. if I'm missing yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> sad. Um or when I um I want to feel cocooned, you know, like that rich yes. feeling. Yeah. Maybe I've, you know, I've, you know, lotioned up my whole body or really did like a, a just an intricate shower routine. Mm, mm. Really like just, you know, putting on an oil on my scalp and my, my skin as well um, at night. Right. Um, not too heavy again because I don't want to go in my sheets and ruin them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, just that cocooning feeling that I enjoy. But I really yeah. do uh, switch off between. Uh, the perfect moisturizer, uh, lotion format, and then an yeah. oil, a pure oil. Cool. So one more yes. thing. I just want to know, okay. are you into tools like um, the jade oh, rollers, the quartz rollers, the, I can't pronounce oh, the other one, gua sha, 
the oh the, the gua sha i actually can't pronounce it either the, you just looks like you're scraping um, your skin uh, <laughs> but, i mean do you use um, those so i very rarely use them i'm sure you saw mm. my instagram maybe once you know in a blue moon i'll whip it out again yeah. in the name of self-care mm. or i'm feeling really stressed because honestly when you do use them um especially when they're cool to the skin yeah um, it does and, feel and good it feels good yeah. it feels good um especially when you're like you know going across your temples or mm. like those pressure points where you just mm. feel tense and stressed mm. out it's a massage for the face in my yeah. mind so i don't think it's a necessity i think you can use your knuckles I yeah think you yeah use yeah your hands and a lot of ancient tra- practices have been using things like mm. that especially in africa mm-hmm. so there's a way to do it um but if that's your thing i think you should do it and go yeah. for it but i would never i'm not gonna lie to you i'm never gonna recommend that I'm, yeah. i never did or have recommended it i'm like it's a nice to have but i don't yeah, think this yeah. is a staple in your routine yeah um and the other side of of tools like the clarisonic and those other sonic brushes yeah. that i was madly obsessed with as well um they if Clarisonic has done some work and they've mm. introduced a few more brush heads mm-hmm. and speeds and other technology where you can be able to be a bit more gentle. But yeah. I was that maniac that was using it morning and night when it first came out. Yes, I heard that. Cause... I was using that every. Mm-hmm. I was using it in the morning. I'm like my skin's dirty. I need to go in there and like oh. and you know let the products penetrate deeper. And then night, I'm like yeah, I'm but you won't let your skin rest. Your skin has no idea what's going on, and then they try to fake it with like, "Oh, you have a purging moment." Oh like, yeah, oh, that's constant purging. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's been a month now, yeah. and I don't even break out like that. <laughs> like, I'm really sure that I'm disrupting this the skin barrier yes. of mine. Um, so I think with tools like that, which are new, newly emerging, um, mm. you have the blue lights and you have, mm. um, you know, have, you have the zip, uh, I believe that's letting off a few currents to tighten and massage okay. the skin yeah. as well. Yeah. So that, um, besides the price point, cause they tend to be very expensive. Yeah. Um, I haven't found a need for them yet yeah. for me personally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you think of the blue light and when you think of the red light, you're thinking probably of acne treatment and things that are kind yeah. of pulling. Yeah beyond the surface of the skin. So if you need that treatment, of course, you know, mm. I think it would be valuable to you. But for the everyday girl who's really trying to maintain um, yeah. just her her normalcy in terms of uh, balancing the skin, I don't think that they're crucial. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, everyone's coming up with something. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm going to squeeze one more dream. question in. Go ahead. I love um, talking to you, so this is great. Me too. I'm like, um, <laughs> we're going to do breakfast when I get there, and we're going yes. go right, to go wait. to Sephora. So <laughs> How long have we been following on? Like, we've been talking to each other almost, um, like, weekly for how many years? It's got to be at least two years. It has it's to got be. got to be I, at I least two years. I feel like I was years. talking to you when I was at L'Oreal. Um, oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've seen you, you know, making your moves and yeah. stuff, so maybe it's longer, <laughs> but it's just so nice to talk to you. Finally, you know. I remember the first time I heard your voice. I'm like, oh my gosh, she has an accent. This is crazy. <laughs> you know, you only see people on on the gram and like, yeah. just kind of dream up who they are, and then here we are. I know, it's amazing. Like, it's crazy. But yeah, <laughs> this very last question before you go out yes. into the the New York. Is it sun today or? Uh, it's very hot outside today. I'm actually gonna right. stay in and get some work done. Okay, cool. So. <laughs> Yeah. If you could give, obviously we know that everyone is different, our skin's different, etc. But yeah. if there was one thing that you would advise someone that just wants better skin, like right? they want to, they want better skin over the next, you know, the coming months, 
weeks or whatever, what's the one thing that you would say they should really add into their routine, whether it's a mm. technique or a product? Interesting. I would always say, excuse me, um, I would say some, uh, like a very good and gentle humectant, right. um, like HA, yeah. Um, or a lactic acid, even better, because mm. that can exfoliate and also um, hydrate at the same time. But we underestimate how much the, the, the skin needs water. It's the, the largest yes. organ that we have, and it needs the most water, hence why you get, you know what I mean? So yeah. putting water back into your skin, you'd mm -hmm. be surprised how much your skin will balance out, whether it be... A very expensive one, like the mm. uh, SkinCeuticals HA Intensifier, yeah. which yeah. a lot of people swear by, especially women with oil, hyper-oily mm. skin. Um, or uh, you have the Chlorone, the Immersion, which is so okay. beautiful and so gentle. Um, and then uh, maybe even trying Drunk Elephant. Drunk Elephant, I think they have. Yeah, they have the Behydra Gel, which is really nice. Okay. I've been trying that out recently. Okay. Um, so I would say HA. Okay. HA is always a good, a good bet. Cool. Yes. All right. So we're going to wrap it up. And Aww, just, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad too, but at least we've got this little connection now. Yes. So I might start leaving you voice uh -huh. notes on, on Instagram DMs no instead. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, did you see? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you're a massive inspiration that. and I just can't wait to see Aww. what happens next. And um, yeah, I really hope to see you later this year. Yes, thank you so much. And if I'm ever in London, I would definitely come harass you. Yes. <laughs> Don't you dare come here and not tell me you're here. <laughs> I would never. I would never. I'll come there, and I would love to see the beauty scene there. I know. Cool. Uh, one of my one of my first um, is Pen Heligan, um a fragrance from London. Yeah, it's like a really old school fragrance house. It's very old school. Very okay, old yeah. school. I went there. Yeah, I got one fragrance, and I I must have been sold by the um, the person that was selling it to me. Like yeah. I must have been sold on the story, and I got back to New York. I'm like, what is this? Oud is way too strong. I'm so What's glad that you on? said that because Penhaligans, I would not go. Oh Sorry, Penhaligans, but I mean, you know what? Fair play to them. They're still no around idea. and they've kind of what? revamped their stores and stuff. But it's that kind yeah. of old school, almost apothecary-ish, but yep. uh, very, um, you know, like if you bought a rose perfume, it's like rose. If oh, you bought it's lavender, so it's like strong. lavender. And I so... Have. Oh, it's strong. There's I'm loads of sure other places we bit. can go. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> but yeah, just thank you Yay. so much and I will see you soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Take care. <laughs> and that's all from us. Thanks so much for listening this week. Again, we really appreciate every review and comment over on Instagram, but we'd love it if you could subscribe over here and just leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast and we'll see you next time. Bye.